This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. It's easy to get stuck in a rut when it comes to the rivers and streams you fly fish. You have your favorites, the tried and true places that seem to fish well month after month, season after season. But what do you do when the fishing pressure picks up on one of your favorite stretches? Or what do you do when the spring runoff changes the flow of the stream or river and your good runs aren't so good anymore? I had that happen several years ago on a stretch of Elk Creek near Augusta, Montana. It was this amazing little stream. Oh, it was. I think it flowed out of the, um, it wasn't the Bob Marshall, it was the Scapegoat Wilderness. Yeah, out of the Scapegoat. And flowed into some property that we called Flossie's uh, property. But there were these beaver ponds and there were just all these runs leading up to the beaver ponds. And then these beaver ponds that were just so cold and so deep. Remember catching some big browns out of there. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, what was great one year, a couple years later, it was silted and the fishing really was not poor, but it was it had changed. Just say that. And I've had some favorite stretches of both the Gallatin and the Yellowstone rivers in Montana get hit with a lot more pressure, too. And and a few times uh, once there was a a lot of flooding and and one stretch I really liked on the Yellowstone just didn't fish well anymore. It was time to find new water. And that's our topic today on Two Guys in a River, Finding New Water. We are going to offer six pieces of advice for finding new water. We've learned these over the years, and perhaps one or more of them will help you. So here are six pieces of advice for finding new water. The first one is simply the point commit to it. Uh, I think finding new water is kind of a mindset. And, you know, maybe you just get into the habit of trying new water every fifth day that you're out. I know that sounds a little bit rigid, but if you don't, you won't. And, and I think that then suddenly when you need a new stream or you see that your stream is getting uh, too much pressure, then all of a sudden you have no real new place to go. I agree with you. You know, the familiar is fun, but old places have a habit of drying up. Well, not literally, but figuratively. Well, think about Taylor Fork. Remember? Oh, I know. One year, I discovered this wonderful stream that has the highest per capita grizzly population in the lower 48. Yeah, thanks, um, Dave. Yeah, I didn't know that when I was fishing it with my brother and I, um, when my brother and I were fishing it several years ago. But we had just had a great, uh, it was in, it was in uh, I think it was in, in August. But then we went back a couple years later and it was so low that there was no runs. I think you were the only one that caught fish that day. And I think you caught like yeah, one. It wasn't much. Yeah, it, it was, was yeah, tough. It was pretty poor. Well, I've even wondered about our section on the Yellowstone uh, above Tower Fall. That's been a honey hole for a lot of years. But the last couple times we fished it, it hasn't been that good. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I do think it's a mindset because this is going to happen. I mean, I've even, you know, if you go on the east side of Aspen and go down Independence Pass, there's uh, a trickle that becomes a stream, oh, yeah. and I've stopped there and and gotten on fly fishing. In fact, I was with a good friend of mine who's now uh, who's now gone. He's not with us anymore. But we I remember stopping for about a half hour to fly fish, and 
in that moment, he locks the keys in the car. And oh, so man. there we are. We're still back on the really on the on the um, on the pass coming down. And it took two beautiful young women who were passing by to stop and take us into town to get a, a locksmith <laughs> to get us out of our car. It was so maddening. But, you know, we just stopped on the road, saw the stream and said, hey, let's try this. And, and uh, I don't remember it being amazing, but it was it was kind of how. I thought about fly fishing. Let's find new waters. You do. And every once in a while, you do stumble onto something that really works. So that's the first piece of advice to find new water is commit to it. Uh, the second piece of advice is what I call listen and list. Listen and list. I have a drawer full of scraps of paper, uh, fly shop business cards, uh, post-it notes with names of places to fly fish. Uh, some of them I won't use for years and some I'll never use, but I've gotten a lot of leads over the years. Now, some of these don't pan out, but some do. I remember f- discovering Spruce and Loomis Lakes in Rocky Mountain National Park several years ago, thanks to the advice of a park ranger who fly fished. And I've done that too even in montana with different streams or or stretches of river you just you just keep your ears open and uh, listen to what people say even in casual conversations and sometimes the the guy who's bragging who has to tell you uh you know i i listen i and i file that away well there's a lot of places to listen obviously fly shops are one Uh, friends are another and although steve and i are really big on asking lots of questions you don't necessarily have to do that all you have to do is have you know have a good ear a big ear and, right. and and listen in on other conversations yeah just let people know that you like to fly fish and you'll be surprised how much information uh, they volunteer uh, i was on a work related call a few weeks ago talking with one of the uh, upper le- upper level leaders of an organization to which i belong and this guy who knew i liked fly fishing couldn't wait to tell me about a stretch of the north platte just below miracle mile in in Wyoming. So uh, I thought, okay, I, I wrote that down and uh, someday I wouldn't be surprised that uh, Dave, maybe you and I will uh, give that a shot. Yeah, we should do that. I'd love to make a trip out of that, but be willing to volunteer some of your information. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, yep. uh, make it worthwhile, but if you don't have to give away your, I mean, you don't have to give away your secret runs. Yeah. Um, but we'd be interested in them if you're, uh, if you're so <laughs> willing to tell us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. So uh First piece of advice to find new water, commit to it. Uh, second is to listen and list. Uh, what's the next one, Dave? Well, I think you need to go into research mode. And obviously, we don't need to even say this, but uh, there's so much online. Yeah. It, uh, but you know what? I'm surprised at how folks with all the information online don't use it. Yeah, right. Like, for example, like with my work, I always tell my team, you know what? You can almost learn everything that you need online. If you don't know a word, what a word means, look it up. If you need to find out what the width is on a header for a template inside Pardot, this automation software, just Google it. So often, it's a bizarre to me, but people don't do that. But so, I mean, just I'm gonna surf the internet, the fly shops or fly, you know, you know, fly fishing near Jackson, yep. Wyoming, for yeah, example. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I just think use the internet um, and and use it well. Right. And read books and magazines, too. Uh, Pay attention to spots that fly fishers enjoy. Uh, I've read a lot over the years about the Osable River in Michigan and the Manistee. Those are rivers near where I was born. And I remember as a boy fishing a branch of the Osable and catching a few uh, brookies. I I was either using 
spinners or worms. I didn't fly fish then. But I've been reading about that area, and then I got online a few months ago and, and even called and talked to a guy at a fly shop in uh, Grayling, Michigan, and, and that may be one of our next new waters. And we've talked about this before a podcast, but you know, using a guide is one way to really find new waters. Yeah, it really is. So. Okay, here's the next piece of advice. Number four, walk like a man. To use a title from an old song by Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Are you kidding me? That's horrible. <laughs> I know, but I like it. Walk like a man. Hey, what do you, what he means by this, or, or what or I mean woman. by this? Yeah, what I mean by this is go a little bit further than the next guy. And Dave and I have talked about this before. But uh, if if somebody walks a mile, you, you got to go a couple miles uh, to find new water. I remember one day in the bear trap a few years ago that I pulled myself away from uh, Rainbow Run, a place that Dave and I loved to fly fish. And I, I walked up a couple miles and came to this nice elbow bend in the river where I actually caught half a dozen rainbows that day. It was really a, a great discovery. And uh, that, that's, that's what it takes. We have a two-mile rule, which is, you know, sometimes it's just better to walk first yep. uh, and then start fly fishing. And uh, for me, it's just how I think about fly fishing. I don't fly fish to start fishing. I fly fish to not be next to other fly fishers yeah. and to be in places where I have the you know greatest chance of catching fish. Yep, absolutely. So, so we're, we're giving you uh, six pieces of advice for finding new water. Uh, number one, you have to commit to it. Second, you listen and list. Third, you go into research mode. Uh, four, walk like a man. Uh, Dave, you'll like this. Number five, take a chance on me. <laughs> That's, that is even worse than walk like a man because I'm the history sorry. of this. I'm so sorry. Yeah, this is an old ABBA song. I know that was pretty bad. That is so bad. Nobody even knows but that you know band what? anymore. But the point is uh, important. You, you've got to take a chance on uh, uh, some of these rivers and streams. So stay with me here. Uh, you, you've got to try some unknowns, even some iffy stretches of water. Now, I remember in the early 1990s, I decided to try a couple of mountain streams within sight of places where I shot elk, one with a bow and the other with a rifle. Uh, I was up the main um, up Main Mill Creek uh, drainage in Paradise Valley, south of Livingston. Both of those places, and I had seen some beautiful holes in these little mountain streams. So, uh, one summer I took a fly rod in, and I went up Main Mill Creek, the gorgeous holes, and I caught nothing. I mean, there I did scare a fish. I remember my dad. That's and That's kind of normal for you, in. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just getting back at me because you don't like my uh, title from an ABBA song. But no, it, yeah, that, that happens more often than, than I wish it did. But uh, a couple weeks later, I did the same thing on the West Fork of Mill Creek. And right below this uh, beautiful park, this big meadow where we shot, uh, uh, I think, probably three elk over the years, there was this mountain stream and, uh, boy, some beautiful holes. And wouldn't you know it, I... I caught some really plump cutthroats on terrestrials. I mean, these were 10, 11 inch fish, but they were fat like footballs. And again, it's it just a matter of taking a chance on something that you'd never hear about in a fly shop. Or well, that. that's, I think that's actually a good point. Certainly in the West, with if you're in a place where there's a lot of bigger rivers, some of those smaller streams are not gonna get promoted. I know Taylor Fork, right. when I mm -hmm. said to the guys at the fly shop that we normally, uh, visit in near Bozeman and I was talking about Taylor Fork they kind of like roll up their they didn't roll their eyes 
at me, but they went, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. It's just not something that they fly fish. But I you know I gave it a try several years ago with my yep. brother, Matt. We had a terrific day out on, the, on Taylor Fork. So, you know, sometimes the fly shops don't know everything. You just need to do a little sleuthing on your own. Yeah, you do. All right. One more piece of advice. Boy, Dave, I hope you have a, a song title you can yeah. use. Drum be as, roll. Be as creative as I am. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just not that... Uh, <laughs> I mean, not that creative. But I think the last point is be persistent. I think uh, Stephen, his last point, point talked about, you know, he tried it once and he didn't catch anything. And I think anytime you fish new waters, you have to have the mindset that you should not just try it once or just try it twice. I mean, sometimes it's the wrong time of year. You try it, the water's low, but next year it might be better. Um, This last summer, and we've mentioned this several times, Stephen and I fished new waters, which was Fan Creek, and we didn't have a great day. We, we had a great day because it was a great day fly fishing. Yeah. And I think we caught just a couple fish and um, it was a wonderful afternoon. But, you know, as we look back on that day, we go, you know, we're going to go back up. Yeah, the absolutely. Creek. So you have to be persistent and stay with it. And it's not like you're going to find a stream and that moment you catch, you know, you're, you know, you catch a bunch of fish that day just because you tried that new stream. I know that's patently obvious, but um, I think if you're going to find new water, you need to have the mindset of expanding your, your repertoire of streams and your your possibilities that you can fish. Yeah, that's true. I mean, think about some of our favorite runs, and uh, we have good days and bad days. Oh my goodness! And so if you try a new place, uh, how do you know if it's if it's a good day or a bad day? Uh, the only way to know is is to go back a, a time or two. And so, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to going back onto that uh, stretch on Fan Creek, and hopefully we won't meet that one guy who ran in front of us and fished the water before we did (laughs) well he was such a grump and uh you know (laughs) that was a wonderful wonderful moment oh man it was well that'll do it for today do you have any suggestions for new water please tell us by going to twoguysinariver.com and commenting on this podcast link. Uh, Be as specific as you want to be. If it's a really great place, just send us a private message, though. (laughs) (laughs) Because we'd like to be persistent and and catch some fish on there. That's right. So be sure to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook, and be sure to subscribe to our podcast feed on your mobile phone via iTunes if you have an iPhone or Stitcher if you have a Droid. Well, thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing.